Hi, I'm Robin Vinter and this is Entrepreneurd, the podcast that's all about the untold stories behind business. We're at episode seven of our podcast now, so if this is the first time you're listening, do check out past episodes on iTunes or SoundCloud by searching Entrepreneurd. Marketing is a really tough channel for a lot of new businesses. It's rare that founders have enough knowledge or expertise in the area, and since it's often seen as a less essential element of the business, it comes last, and that's if you can afford it at all. Bridging the gap between your product and potential customers is really difficult. Ideally, a startup would need something cheap and which can reach a lot of people. Something like a viral photograph on the internet, for example. Maybe even a selfie with Jesus. Yeah, that would probably do it. I've certainly got on people's radars, like I'm a big fan of Richard Branson, like every business person is, and he, he like, literally he blogged about us a couple of days ago and did um, how he... Uh, got things viral and did stunts that PR stunts that caught attention and he mentioned my stunt and said but the flash pack did this and this is the kind of stuff I would do and he keeps tweeting about it um, as do quite a few of our celebrities and um, and as I said I just get called up by newspapers and um, organisations quite frequently saying hey could you comment on this or could you do this and uh, and there's even a potential TV show um, budding away as well. This is Lee Thompson co-founder of travel company The Flash Pack. The name, or indeed the voice, might not be familiar to you, but his famous selfie on top of Brazil's Christ the Redeemer statue probably is. Last year, Lee's picture was shared millions of times, splashed across every newspaper and on TV all over the world. Not bad publicity for a business that he was running with his wife Rada from the back bedroom of their house in Tulse Hill. I was one of these people who thought that you'd create a website, come up with a great idea, and it would just take off very naively thought that would be enough like I'm sure a lot of businesses say the same things to you and then for the first three months we pumped a lot of money into a website uh, Facebook marketing it seems like the natural thing to do straight away because you hear about it quite frequently um, and it did very very little like we got very little traction uh, very few inquiries to be fair wasted quite a little bit of money uh, in the beginning and uh, needed a big idea. So we were doing okay, and I, I actually believe that we would have got there eventually, but we needed a push uh, without spending any money. Lee used to be a travel photographer for the press, so the idea for the picture on top of the 80-year-old structure which overlooks the whole of Rio came naturally to him. Um, very little money, I mean, just the cost of a flight and um, a week's accommodation in Brazil. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of planning, but we didn't know what it was going to do or how big it was going to going to go. Viral selfie aside, Lee's idea to go to the top of Christ the Redeemer was already extremely ambitious. The very top part is normally closed to the public and to make it more difficult he was trying to organise things from Britain having never even been to Brazil before. When he left for Rio he still had no idea whether he'd pull the whole thing off. Yeah so like um, we got in touch with um a good fixer out there, like a good translator who had spoken to the people like the Archdiocese at the, at the Christ of the Redeemer statue and they said it's a possibility uh, because there was scaffolding up, uh, they were fixing it from storm damage so there was scaffolding up to the plinth, to the bottom of the feet which is not normally there, which meant we could climb up. Um, so he said it's a possibility, um, I'm not sure, he wouldn't give us an answer basically but he said, and I basically said if, if I'm there next week will you meet me and he said yes. Uh, and that was enough to trigger a reaction and um, and basically um, I ended up sitting outside the um, the office where this guy was I needed to speak to 
and he said he was busy. I waited for him to come out of lunch, walk down the street with him, uh, and he said, OK, you're crazy, but come back tomorrow morning and I'll let you up. Now, in his situation, I'd have been obsessively checking the camera every two minutes on the climb up to the top of the statue. Well, yeah, this is the thing. I had a GoPro camera and I didn't have a back for it, so I couldn't see what I was doing. Um, so my key, and you only get an hour's worth of battery, so I was trying to film myself going up, but very aware that the battery might run out. Um, it was all the kind of journalist stuff I'd done in the background. It was like, pick your moment, like, don't rush into it, keep calm. But, you know, I, was, I had sweat dripping down because it was so hot. And, uh, and like, I just kept taking loads of pictures, hoping that one, one would turn out. And I looked like a right wally because I was stood right at the top, just taking loads of pictures, slightly like this. And um, all the crowd on the bottom were just laughing at me, like cheering as I was like standing, popping my head out of Jesus. And I was telling people afterwards that I wasn't nervous, but there's a video that's on YouTube that's nearly had said, just over a million hits. And um, my hand is physically shaking as I'm going, oh my God, just sort of looking around the top of the head and over the whole of Brazil. Anyone that's been to Rio will know that you can see the Christ with the statue from pretty much everywhere in Rio. It's incredible. So the view was amazing. Was it terrifying then? No, no, it wasn't terrifying. I was just excited and I wanted to... Um, there was a worker with me, like a construction worker, and he was um, kind of helped me get up to the top of the, um, the head. And he was, I was trying to sit on the top. I thought it would be even better if I could sit on it, on the, on the head. And he was holding my feet down, going, no more, no more. <laughs> so I was trying to push the limits of what I could get away with. And if you're wondering what kind of infrastructure is at the top of the 100-foot-tall statue, there isn't much. And there's a hole, so um, my waist was in, in like a hole. Um, and from, yeah, from my waist upwards, I was completely out and there was nothing holding me in. So, so there's just a human-sized a human sized hole in the top of the yeah, head? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like a manhole. And you literally um, have to pop off the top of the crown of Jesus to like, allow me to go up to the top. <laughs> it's all very weird. It was a nervous wait until he could get to a computer to see if he had the amazing pictures he hoped he'd have. Yeah, I saw them. And it's one of those that you look at them and you're going, wow, I think I've nailed it. Like, you know, cause you, it's very important that you see not only me, but you see how what's around you and you see the, the arms of Christ, if you like. Otherwise, it's a bad picture. Like, I could very easily have messed it up. Um, but I looked at my laptop and I thought, OK, I'm pretty happy with this. And then I sent it to about five of my sort of trusted mates uh, and they went, oh my God, this is, okay, bad, bad wording. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is going to go crazy. But he didn't put the picture online straight away. Um, it was still about a month and a half to go before the World Cup started, so it was all timed in with the Brazil World Cup. And I knew I needed to sit on it, again, using my journalist kind of head, don't put it out too quickly, sit on it until about a week before the World Cup and then release it. So I, I sat nervously. In fact, I took a holiday uh, with Rada and we just sat there going, is this going to go crazy? Is this going to launch our business? And, um, and, then, uh, and then released it just before the World Cup. The thing is, Lee's picture wasn't actually the first ever selfie from the top of Christ the Redeemer. So why did his go viral when the others didn't? I had a plan, uh, which was to do this. It was to put it on Facebook first uh, and to gauge some reaction uh, and Twitter and all the social platforms and see if it would go off naturally and, and become viral naturally. Um, it got a lot of hits, like a lot of people liked it, a lot of people shared it, but it didn't go viral. I actually don't believe that anything goes viral without hard work. Um, and then um, and then news agencies started to get in touch with me. I knew some of them from my journalist um, years, uh, and I put it out um, via a press release to 
on the on the wire basically to all the news uh, to all the newspapers and magazines around the world and uh, mail online picked it up immediately uh, and that was a huge um, shop window for it to go insane I don't know the last time I looked on the mail online it had over like 200,000 shares and then the, their, their clock meter seemed to go off and not count how many more shares anymore so I don't know if I broke the meter yeah right? I don't know but it, it like that was within a couple of hours and we were getting um, I made sure we got a backlink on mail online and we were getting like 150 people on our website every second it was pretty crazy <laughs> Uh, there were moments where I thought I'd messed it up because I I was too busy concentrating on telling people, yeah, you can have it, but you've got to put a backlink and we've got to get a mention of the flat. I was, and um, yeah, it was really difficult. It was a lot of hard work in getting that picture viral. And it's now, I can proudly say, it's one of the most viral selfies. Lee reckons he's second after the Ellen DeGeneres Oscar selfie from last year. I'm not so sure about that, but if you Google image search most famous selfies, he's right there on the first page. And we worked it out um, that it's hundreds of millions of people that have seen it um, because, well, we've done all the stats on it. We know where it went, how many times it was retweeted. Um, it had like 288,000 um, hits, uh, web links the last time I saw um, so yeah, we worked it out. It's, it's hard to say exactly, but it was it went around the world, and it was um, there's only two countries in the entire in, on the planet that it, it didn't um, it didn't go to. But if you're a social media fan, you will know someone who has like twenty thousand retweets might still end up with two hundred followers. Viral doesn't necessarily equate to publicity. Our initial tweet said something along the lines of, "Here's our check out the first that we did. We took the first ever selfie with Jesus." Um, with some pictures attached and it said click here to see our amazing video and everyone was going back to our website to see this incredible video and no matter how many times it got away from our own Twitter accounts and on other places like Richard Branson tweeted it and stuff people were all going back to our website to watch the, the video and did you work, how do you plan then? Did your work, could your website handle the traffic? Um, it, the website crashed after about two hours of it going on Mail Online um, which luckily for us was in the early hours of the morning, so we fixed it really quickly, uh, and then it held its own um, throughout the throughout the duration. I think we had um, I think it was like three million hits to the website in two days. However, once something's out on social media, despite laws to protect people from theft, it's hard to stop people stealing your content. You know what? Like there was, it wasn't just newspapers; it was people on Twitter, like company travel companies, one in particular on Twitter that kept running uh, my picture. Um, and linking it back to their website and um, and saying, you know, check out our Brazil trip. It was, there was re people being really cheeky. It's incredible. Lee's wife, Rada, made hundreds of phone calls to get the picture credited, which was vital. Definitely, you know, for anyone who's thinking about doing a viral campaign, it's incredibly, it's one thing taking a picture or a video that goes viral, but you've got to make sure that everyone knows who did it and they're all going back to your website. The traffic to the Flashpack website did translate to business too. Not masses of bookings, uh, but it, it was enough to get us off the starting blocks. Um, in, I think the picture went viral in, um, it would have been June, uh, and by September we ran five group trips before the end of the year. It may not sound like a lot, but the groups were seven or eight on each trip. Uh, that was enough to get all our initial reviews, uh, travel reviews, um, get lots of pictures for our website, get loads of content, take a journalist on uh, a few of them, and off we went. And then they, they and that, that launched our business. It's all we needed. If we were to do it now, uh, I think we'd do a lot more business, without a doubt. It wasn't just customers. He was contacted by other people his business could work with. 
and a growth accelerator program too. Despite a few attempts, he's never been able to match the selfie, but he's done a few other stunts that have been successful, such as a recent video where he appeared to go around the world in 12 hours, relaxing in Turkish baths, dancing with Lebanese belly dancers, visiting a temple with monks. The catch was that it was all filmed in London. It cost virtually nothing. It landed on Yahoo and, um, and Metro and Mail Online and, um, you know, it got out there, it got very well shared and ended up on loads, you know, it did did very well so you know that was just a very simple idea dreamt it up the night before when I did it the next day and got some press out of it so there's a lot of things you can do about leaving leaving home that's it for episode seven thanks again this week to the team at london loves business the music we used in today's podcast is by five two to Sero, who you can find on soundcloud There is just one more episode left in this series of entrepreneurs, which if you're a podcast subscriber, you'll get before everyone else, probably Friday, which will be when I go back to Yorkshire to drink mulled wine and speak with my real accent. If you're enjoying this podcast, please, please write us a quick review on iTunes. We're in the new and noteworthy section at the moment, which is brilliant, but more good reviews will help us climb to the top. As always, do check out our website at londonlovesbusiness.com, which features a story from this week's podcast, along with all our other business news and features. Finally, I'm still on the lookout for new stories, so if you're an entrepreneur with a tale to tell and want to be featured in an upcoming episode on the next series of Entrepreneur, drop us an email at entrepreneur at londonlovesbusiness.com. Thanks, and see you next week.